This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, you know how I feel about the NBA free agency and offseason. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is the most dramatic of any sport. Put your predicting goggles on. Is there okay. anybody you feel like in the NBA that is bound to make a big move, whether it's a team or whether it's a player? Because I always feel like I look at LeBron James teams and I'm like, all right, who's LeBron going to be recruiting this summer? Who is going to the Lakers? Because we know LeBron loves recruiting his old friends to LA. Oh God. Is it going to be Kyrie? Please tell me it's not going to be Kyrie. That's my prediction. I feel like that Kyrie has proven once again for the 85,000th time that he is not a plus player. He is not an asset. We saw that in Brooklyn. We saw that in Dallas. Dallas didn't get any better. And so we've heard those rumblings. I feel like at this point in his career, LeBron wants to get the band back together, give it one more shot. He already tried with Russell Westbrook, and that didn't work out. He's got AD out there, and yes, they want to title together, but these guys are a year older, and I feel like the only person that can handle Kyrie and knows how to balance things out with him and keep him in line, so to speak, is probably LeBron. So that would be my prediction. I don't know if it will happen, but it wouldn't shock me if that happened. It's crazy to me how teams still fawn over Kyrie, and I think you watch a couple of his games, and it's easy to fall in love with his game because in the isolation game Kyrie Irving is spot up probably one of the best players in the league but also he can totally tank the chemistry of any team you put him on it's crazy to me how it's very similar to what would be like a dating show or just you know in the normal dating world how people see these really hot girls and they're like oh my god she's so hot but have you heard of like the crazy and hot like meeting in the middle, yes. bar graph or line graph, whatever. It feels like NBA players are on that to where the better yes. at basketball they are, the crazier they can be with the exception of a few players. How many players mm-hmm. can we put on that line graph? A lot. I feel like NBA players, especially if you're great and you mentioned this, they just uh, they just got a little crazy in them. Just a little, a little crazy. Bit. Little crazy. They're always they're always sliding into people's DMs. Remember on our show during the playoffs, Trey Young liked a video of ours that we were talking about Trey. We were criticizing Trey Young. He doesn't follow us. What did he do? He woke up on the morning of a playoff game, searched for his name, and decided to like a video where we criticized him as a little wink and nod to, yeah, I'm listening to what you guys are saying. These guys just have a that that's ridiculous to me. But NBA players are all like that, and you're right. The more elevated they are as stars, I think LeBron is maybe the exception to the rule, which is sort of amazing. But most of the stars in the NBA just have a little bit. I don't say a screw loose, but they got that little thing in them. I think LeBron does have a little bit to him. Not the crazy yeah. switch, but the lack of confidence, like the lack of mm. confidence that he should have. Doesn't LeBron seem like a little self-conscious for somebody who is one of the greatest basketball players of all time? You've heard him in press conferences where he's pimping his assists and his rebounds. He's saying, yeah, those other guys can score, but I'm giving you this many assists and this many rebounds. I'm like, dude, 
you don't have to pimp yourself. Like you are a good player, but because there is some sort of lack of confidence in these players, like confidence maybe is not the right word. They always feel like they have a chip on their shoulder. I think that's what I'm getting at. For some reason, like Kevin Durant is the pettiest human being on Twitter, despite being one of the best basketball players on the face of planet Earth. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Maybe this is what these guys need to stay motivated. What I can't figure out is why, and and we see this all the time in sports where guys say, no one expected us to win. And we're like, everyone expected you to win. You were the favorites to win. So athletes tell themselves things to get them jacked up or get them motivated, whatever it is. And maybe, maybe that's part of it as we're talking this out is that if you're a superstar and you've accomplished so much, you have to find ways to stay motivated because you're at the top. You certainly love the game, but every championship athlete will look for anything to say, okay, that pisses me off, or all right, I'll show you. Michael Jordan's a perfect example. I took that personally. I took that personally. He took everything personally, but it made him a champion, so maybe that's it. Exactly. It is a great motivator, especially in the grind of an NBA season or even an NBA postseason. So Mm -hmm. maybe there is uh, um, a reason for all of the madness. But I think the bottom line is, is the juice worth the squeeze when it comes to some of these high-end players that have big question marks? Right now, some of the headlines involving two such players. Number one, Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards. We know this guy is one of the best pure scorers uh, that's on a bad team. The Wizards have really struggled. So now the question is, are the Wizards trying to move Bradley Beal? Yesterday on uh, Get Up on ESPN, Brian Windhorse talking about Bradley Beal and possibly some of the obstacles between him and uh, the Wizards making a deal to move him out of the nation's capital. Last week, Michael Winger, the, the new president of the Washington Wizards, said he had been given clearance by ownership to do a complete rebuild. And that has left everybody in the league wondering what about the future of Bradley Beal. Now, Beal has a unique contract unlike anybody else's in the NBA. He has a no trade clause, which means not only can he decide if he wants to leave the Wizards, but he can decide who and what he is traded for. It makes it extremely difficult to find a deal, and Michael Winger said he has not made up his mind yet. But that indecision has led teams to keep a very close eye on the Wizards as they not only have Beal, but big free agents Kyle Kuzma and Chris Porzingis. Right, that's the bottom line, is that the Mm -hmm. Wizards do have some good trade pieces, but who is gonna go through all these hoops for Bradley Beal? Like I said, the talent is there, But also, he's somebody who feels like he's hurt all the time. Isn't that the problem with Bradley Beal? Is that the high-end stuff is there, but also he doesn't play a lot. So, Jenks, do you think that a team is willing to trade for Bradley Beal throughout all of these obstacles? I don't know. The Wizards, I don't know what they've done. Well, I know what they've done over the past few years. They gave this monster (laughs) contract to John Wall, right? Like this this unbelievable contract, which just – it, it was so punitive. And now I don't know. I don't think John Wall's playing right now. He went to Houston, then went out to the Clippers, and they were paying him all this money, and he couldn't stay healthy. And then once John left, they said, let's give Bradley Beal all of this money. And by the way, let's put it in the contract that he can decide if he wants to be traded or not, if he likes the deal. And Bradley Beal is not a franchise player. 
So the Wizards time and time again have just saddled themselves with these contracts to just punish the team. And Bradley Beal is not healthy. He's always battling some sort of injury. He is a great shooter. He's a high-volume scorer. He can come off the bench. He can start for you and make some shots. But he's not a guy you build a team around. So we keep hearing maybe the Bucs will go after him. Maybe the Heat will go after him. It's just frustrating for me that this is not the first time I've seen this story here in D.C. Wizards management has done it before, and I'm glad Michael Winger is here. And Ted Leonsis, the owner of the Wiz and the Caps, has given Winger full authority rebuild do whatever you need to do they need to get bradley beal off the books but i want to see a team that is willing to pay him this money because he's getting paid out the wazoo it is a ridiculous contract exactly because that's the problem you have to find somebody who is willing to trade for him and that might be the problem speaking of is the juice worth the squeeze there is a rumor floating around that Zion Williamson could be on the move oh. as well. And we know that <laughs> when you say the juice is worth the squeeze, immediately, immediately your mind goes to like a different place for Zion Williamson yeah. with some of the headlines that he's had with his baby mama and his girlfriends who uh, have been putting out these tweets that are incredibly graphic. But apparently rival execs are keeping an eye on Zion Williamson. And to be clear... Uh, it says that the Pelicans are not offering him just yet, but other teams are preparing for the possibility. And we know that the off-court stuff has really taken the cake this offseason for Zion Williamson, but mm -hmm. bottom line, he's one of those that barely plays too. He's played just 114 games since uh, entering the league as the number one overall pick back in 2019. So we know Zion has tough and stuff, but again, he's hurt. Now he has his baby mama drama. Is Zion yeah. Williamson worth the squeeze? Only if you get the stripper he got pregnant in the deal. You got to get both. You can't just get Zion. You got to get both. They're a team now, all right? They're going to be together, and they're going to be great to whatever team they go to. I, 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 don't, I don't know about Zion. He is an otherworldly talent, but... You're right. He doesn't stay healthy. And the fact that this is even a conversation is kind of crazy. Zion Williamson coming out of Duke was supposed to be the face of the NBA. And I don't necessarily think the Pelicans will get rid of him. But I do think that when you take his injury history into account, and we joke around about the baby mama stuff, but it's not a good look. It's not something a team no. wants as part of – the conversation and and the thing is it is part of the conversation because it's so public it's not like we're doing deep dives into his twitter and figuring this out it's all over the place so you take all of that together and maybe it's worth looking at i, I don't think it will happen but the pelicans are looking at a rebuild reportedly they want to move up into the top three and they have a real interest in scoot anderson so or henderson i should say so i don't think it's out of the realm of possibility now but it would have been unthinkable when you think about where he was coming out of Duke. Exactly. He's getting into the territory of Ben Simmons, like the level mm -hmm. of disappointment. And Ben Simmons really hasn't had the off-field or off-court headlines as much. Like he's dated, didn't he date yeah. Kendall Jenner? But still, when this much money is involved, it's almost like looking at an investment. And yeah. when you're a team owner or front office executive – you want to make sure your investment is a good one. You want to make sure that there is 
very little risk involved with spending this much money. So you look at guys like Zion Williamson, is this an investment you want to make? For me, it's no, because not only is it the off-court headlines, it's the fact that he never plays. And it feels yeah. like it's some kind of mental thing where it's not like a Derrick Rose situation where the guy is just right. clearly hurt and it's injuries that he can't play through. Didn't yeah. half these injuries for Zion feel like they're mental or that like he maybe could have played through them? Well, there was that report that he was healthy, but he just didn't feel right, which is right. odd. You know, it's it's like, yeah, he's healthy, but he doesn't feel like that he's just ready to go yet. And then I read about hockey players, Aaron Ekblad, who played with a, what was it, a broken foot, like a couple of cracked ribs, something ridiculous, and this guy's getting hit every day on the ice, and you're healthy, but you just don't feel right. At some point, you got to be tough. I understand you don't mm -hmm. want to risk anything, and I understand I'm not a I'm not a high end athlete, so I'm not in tune with my body like professional athletes are. But particularly when you haven't played, and when your team needs you, and you have a history of not playing, and also you're cleared, you got to get on the court. Exactly, especially when you see stories like Ben Simmons, who clearly it carried mm -hmm. over to his mentality to where he's afraid to shoot. He's afraid mm -hmm. to play and maybe all of the hype surrounding him because remember Ben Simmons was one of the more highly touted prospects coming out of high school, coming out of college as well. So I always wonder what that does to players at such a young age. We were just talking about like baby Gronk and how it's going to affect him down the line because what I see with Zion is I wonder if he was always like doing these shenanigans off the court or if the money changed him. Like, do you think about that? Because it's yeah. easy for us to say, but can you imagine sure. having that big of a bank account at such a young age? No, I've always said that. I felt like I was always mature for my age, but then I look back now compared to what I knew back then, and I think, that was an idiot. I mean, just imagine that sort of, you're, you're learning how to become an adult anyway, and then you add fame and millions to that mix. Not all athletes can handle it. I absolutely think that's a factor as well. You're not prepared for it. You can't. You can't prepare for it. Well, and also like lust and females. They have been the <laughs> downfall of civilizations. So Helen of Troy, take a back seat to Mariah Mills. Take a bow on Twitter. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.